When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt. No. It's episode. Uh, fuck. What episode is it? <laughs> Does it matter?
It's all of them. It it's, all, it's all of the episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm joined by Ricky. TSU. Hello. And John Bass. All right, mate. How you doing, boys? Good. Good. Um, definitely not racist in this country, are we? No. Did you watch football last night? I did. What do you think? Uh, it was uh, a great performance by England. Yeah. Uh, against uh, a, you know, a Bulgarian side that's lacking in quite a bit. Of quality. Yeah. Or in anything. <laughs> in <really>. anything. <laughs> they were garbage. A uh, lot of... Uh, lot of it's a belief and idealism. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. I mean, what they weren't lacking in is definitely how they felt. Well, what a shambles. <laughs> definitely how they felt about the uh, some of the black players in our team. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty strong on their views on like racial issues. Do you think? What uh, where where are you at with it currently? Because well, 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 just well, well, because there is an argument that that. that it has the, uh, the, the the kind of war against racism in football has moved on somewhat because of these free stages or free protocols in order to prevent racism from happening, and it would say that whereas previously it would kind of been brushed under the carpet with a minor fine, but now it became a huge talking point where it nearly come to the point where we walked off the pitch. Yeah, John, where are you at? With um, I personally don't think this new UEFA FIFA uh, protocol is enough. Uh, I think the, like the players put on a brave face last night, and they obviously had agreements between them about what they were happy with and what they were prepared to put up with. Me personally, I don't think it's far enough. I don't think that players in or people in any walk of life should essentially get two warnings to be racist to people. You wouldn't have that in an office. You wouldn't say, okay, if you're going to say anything racist today in the office, people, just you're going to get a warning, and then what we'll do is we'll all have like, a cup of tea if you do it again, and then if you do it, like we'll sack you. Yeah, we'll have a ten-minute break of work where yeah. we all stare at you and discuss what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll let we'll let you carry on to see if you can actually like see the area of your yeah, ways. Yeah, have we fixed your racism in that ten minutes? Yeah. If, if yes, then go back to work and mind your own fucking business. Yeah. If no, then. Uh, we're all going to leave the office and leave you here. Yeah, it's just it's just not far enough because I think that the thing that you hear all the time is, you know, there's no place for racism in the game and it's all about, like, football. I don't know why it's been held to a different standard. Like, we shouldn't accept it in any way, shape or form in society. So why do we have to give a one, two, three step process in a game of football? It should just be zero tolerance. If they hear it, I would preferably like Kane to take the team off and for our country to make a stand against these fucking pigs. Yeah. Sick of it, mate. So I, I, I kind of with you there, mate, because history will remember this game as, a, at best, the first step in a, a wider movement against this sort of behaviour from opposing fans, mainly in that kind of eastern bloc of Europe. Um, and at, at worst, just a 6-0 win that was kind of marred by some bad chanting. Mm. But it kind of does feel like the first step to something better is all. Would you so Rick, would you have liked Harry Kane to have have taken the team off? Yeah, definitely. I mean <clears throat> I think it would have made a, a, a bigger statement. So like at the moment we're talking about that the, the game was stopped twice yeah. and they nearly walked off but like John has you know just just uh, Say that in an office environment that you get two counts, and then like we'll, we'll discuss it properly. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Like yeah. anyone that would have made like a racist uh, remark towards myself in the office, like, you expect it to be. You don't expect it to happen straight, uh, anyway. Yeah. 
but for for it to be like be tolerated, and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And then and then see how it goes again is absolutely ridiculous. What I found amazing and life affirming was a England support that has a history of doing and singing dubious chants. Yeah. Reacting to the uh, Nazi salutes and the monkey noises from the Bulgarian fans with. But you racist bastards, we know what you are. Yeah, isn't that that that's almost like a seismic shift? I did not expect that at all. No. I did not expect England to get behind their 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 players, specifically Mings and Sterling, and just have a like um, a backs against the wall attitude. Yeah. I did. I didn't expect that at all. And there were. I'm not saying all of them were singing it, but there was just you could hear it clearly on the telly. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a step forward too. Yeah, for sure. I think what's um, what's important to kind of... Bear in mind there have been a lot of white blokes from Luton there. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> um, the thing is that I think we have to put into context is, first of all, it's not the entire country of Bulgaria or even their football team. This was, this was still a section of their fans. And in the same way as we have probably people in our fans, England fans, that in this country abuse players who look different to them. Well, we've seen it. We've seen really? it just exactly. the last couple of seasons. So uh, it's, it's just to make the point that we're not saying like now all of a sudden racism's over in English football, mm. but I do think that it was encouraging that actually the, the major voice, the majority voice in the England support was in support of our own players and that we're not going to tolerate racism. So I think that's where we are as a country. We have like a minority of people who have horrific and abhorrent views on race, but in the main, people are well-intentioned and are trying to kind of see past that and, and move forward together. And so it's just... A shame that there's still horrible people out there in these countries and they're not getting punished properly for it. There was a, a census in Bulgaria in 2013 that showed that 98.7% of them are racist. Take it all back then. Fuck yeah. them. Really? No, I just made that up. <laughs> Fuck, you know, I was going to say that. It's mental. <laughs> yeah, the government putting that out. <laughs> We're really fucking racist. We've got to do something about this. On the tourist board, like, white people, you're on a holiday? We're 98% <laughs> racist. Come. Come on in. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, for, on the performance, and particularly Winks and, and, and Harry Kane, I know that isn't the talking point, but um, both looked really good. Like yeah. they were happy to be away. Yeah, uh, and uh, Kane, Kane, the supplier. <sighs> yeah, Fuck. yeah. That was that was quality. Early. Three, uh, was it three assists and mm -hmm. a goal? Yeah, and uh, I, I was starting to feel a bit bad for him because uh, he had a couple of opportunities where he where he should have scored. Yeah, um, and there were a couple of kind of passes that just hit a toe of the defender. Yeah, that yeah. You might have buried. He hit the post as well. Did he, he did yeah. hit the post. Yeah, he hit and one at the keeper. And then uh, yeah, and then he scored. So I was happy that he got on the score sheet as well. That was erection section. That yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. Like he's turned a pace and. He looks fucking fit. Yeah. And now, I mean, hopefully we can fucking get the best out of him then because he he just looked happy playing. And, uh, like, this, he, he was dropping deep and seemed to be taking a joy out of, you know, kind of just being on the ball and, and, and creating chances rather yeah. than shooting from any angle. Do you see any kind of way that we might use him like that? Because the last few games he's kind of been isolated and the number nine kind of dropping. I mean, I guess you need the formation, don't you? You need, yeah. you need Sterling next year as well. Yeah, it helps. But Son, I mean, isn't Sterling, but he could offer something similar. Well, yeah, I think Kane's looked really good in an England side when he's got like a Rashford and a Sterling kind of either side of him. So like just rapid pace, people that can go like behind him and go into space. And he can drop that little bit deeper and kind of just get on the ball a bit more and be dangerous. Mm. We've got Lucas and Son and we never play them as a three. So I'm not saying that that's the answer because I don't know if it, the reason we haven't played it... 
Ricky absolutely fucking hates that every single He's time. Rude. My uh, my phone rings and he does his fucking balls. I'm so sorry, Rick. You should, you should, you should Don't apologise to me. Apologise yeah. to, to the listeners. Yeah. I'm very sorry, listeners. It happens all the time. I, innocently, it was just there. Yeah. I just we've, got, to do it. we've got no episode number. No. The mic's been knocked over and now a phone call. I was Absolute in. I, I was disgusting. In, I was in Old Street today recording my drugs podcast. All right. And all right. I didn't have time to put together a proper running order and T was very busy as that, well. That's no excuse for your phone. Enough, though. I'm distracted and busy. And, and busy. I'm busy. Right? <laughs> just very, very busy. He's a busy man. What was you saying? Oh yeah, like using Lucas Mora as a kind of overlapping and, and running into space for Kane's excellent vision. Yeah, might be. I mean, maybe some have like tweet Spurs. Yeah, it's both yeah, yeah. together because we would play Sun like up with Kane or Lucas up with Kane. We never actually play all three of them at the same time and like play Sun and Lucas a little bit wider. Mm. I think when I'm all around for it. Like with, with, uh, and the way England were playing, it's like you've got, with uh, uh, Rashford and Sterling, you've got two players that are very hard to handle mm. and they're going to be running at you. So then when, when you've got to try and, uh, their full-backs, they've got to try and um, guess the space that they're going to run into and obviously they're going to get a, a run against as well. But that creates the space for for Kane to drop to drop deep mm. um, and to, to to have a crack from from further out or to either to push forward to get right into the box. And at the moment at Spurs, it just feels like we've got some there, but then on on the other side, like it just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel like it's they are like taking on players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like there 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 isn't that heart or that drive or that. That, that uh, determination at the, at, at the moment. As I was walking up the stairs, I was listening to you having a chat with John, yeah. and you were talking like Spurs are known to be first like, for everything, and we've had our first. What was you, what were you saying? Tell, tell the listeners. So, so no, I was just saying, <laughs> saying that uh, you know it was uh, it was nice back in the day when we played against Wigan, we beat them nine one, mm. uh, and you know I was at the game, and uh, there are many many other firsts within our history. Uh, well, first team to win a uh, European trophy. First team to win a European trophy. First, win, first team to win a cup double, cup and league double. First team to, to win the actual UEFA Cup as well. First team to uh, float on a stock exchange. I think that's, that's pretty good. I that's pretty good. Yeah. And then the rest of football followed. That's pretty good. I think yeah. we were the first team as well to uh, tie ribbons on the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so to carry on uh, that tradition. And uh, and then we were both there to see Tottenham's heaviest defeat as well at yeah, home. The, yeah, the first, the first time we conceded seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's <laughs> not all fans are No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, but it's no. but you know to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean at least at least we've got Tells to see. Story. Yeah, yeah, we've got something to tell the kids. The rich tapestry of Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick, oh, we've talked about this in the pub, but I haven't had a chance to talk through it with you yeah I've heard, yeah, I've heard it quite a few times yeah yeah like but what how did we somehow manage to negotiate that performance and remain pretty okay because i think we are both on uh, a level understanding of that gallows humor yeah um whereas we normally there, there, there's like when we've uh, when we've uh, lost, you're always there to be like, hey, do you know what? Like, there'll be another game. It's all right. It's fine. Mm. And uh, of late, it's it's been the other way around. Yeah, uh, which is uh, I've never quite had that. <laughs> um, but when we were both there together, I think it was uh, the, the occasion against Bayern Munich. The atmosphere was great. The first half, we we, we were brilliant, and mm. then we kind of came undone. But then the the huge unraveling mm. um, in the second half. It was one of those things of not to say that uh, 
we laughed about it because, but it was like the, the only thing. What else you could you, do? Well, on. yeah, exactly. So I, I had nothing more. We were fine, like during that massacre in the second half. Yeah, we were fine afterwards because we left each other, didn't we? Yep. Um, and I rang John and said, "Are we going for this beer or not?" And John was like, "No, I'm going fucking home. I'm going home." Yeah, brother's going home, so I'm like, "All right, well, I'll, I'll go home as well." I'm walking home and I'm thinking, "Fuck, now I've got to process this on my own." Yeah, and then you popped up and saved me for another half hour. Yeah, but then the minute we split at Wild Lane, yeah. then it all kind of start un- become starting to unravel, didn't it? Yeah. And you started going like crazy on WhatsApp. And I'm like, Rick, what's, what happened to the kind of <laughs> the, the stoical kind of you know it, it, this shit happens kind yeah. of attitude? Soon as I left, he's like. We're fucking dead. We're done. Yeah, I left to my own devices. That yeah. Was it. yeah, yeah. Don't ever leave me on my own. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't live, don't live together. Um, you, you had to tell your your daughter off this morning, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. She, she keeps she keeps WhatsApping me. She, she keeps stealing my phone. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, she's eight years old, and she keeps yeah, she keeps WhatsApping the girl, yeah, uh, just like chatting to him, yeah, yeah. Like, well, pretending to be you. No, no, on, no. on Don on these messages um, WhatsApp or his WhatsApp. I'll start mm. getting these messages, and then it's like it's like hi, it's Ams. <laughs> <laughs> then, the last one, last time was hi, it's Ams. Uh, I'll text you tomorrow, and I was like, I am. <laughs> That's good. And then she sent a picture of her earring. But uh, you, you had to chastise her because it's not okay for eight-year-olds to be texting, not strangers, because I'm not no, stranger, no. But, but just people. And sending photos to them. Yeah. So <laughs> it, 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 it's just like... So I, I kind of had to have a stern word of her because... Did uh, a, when, so, a so, lip so, quiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she, she, did, yeah, she did go, yeah. yeah See, she's never... Works. like That was our way of like, bonding. No, it, yeah, I know. But the thing is, uh, when I kind of... Uh, I was getting ready as I was just about to fly out the door. My my phone's vibrating and it doesn't vibrate because I, I I've turned all uh, like WhatsApp messages on mute and stuff like that. So yeah. when I knew, I I was like, "Fuck!" Like, who's that then? I thought it was you. And the first line was, "Is that then again?" Like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Is that it again? And uh, and I kind of looked up and she was there in the corner of the sofa, but she had like a blanket over her. Oh. And I was like. Have you got mum's phone? <laughs> she was like, yeah. And then uh, I said, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm playing a game. I was like, give me the phone. <laughs> and uh, as soon as like she knew the jig was up, then yeah. But I, I had to have a, a stern word of her, and then I had to have a stern word of my youngest as well to, to share the blame and just say, look, but she hadn't done anything. She's no, never she had, texted no, me. She, I was just saying <laughs> that you, you know, you you can't pick up someone's phone and just start messaging if if you say. <laughs> Can I can I start messaging uh, yeah. Gary? Yeah. Uh, then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sit down with you and then just like like crack on. But you can't just take people's possessions and, and just start and start texting out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I quite like the cut of her jib too. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did your little one take to kind of being chastised for doing nothing? It was a stern word, <laughs> and it was uh, you're not to take the phone wow. ever. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I know, but it, it, it weren't me. And I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> like, that's fine, but I'm just telling Letting both you know. of you, both of you, you, you both... Uh, what what kind of stern word do you think Pochettino would be giving to Jan Vertonghen and Toby Adavera this weekend? Because there are rumours that they are not going to start against Watford. Yeah. And Foyf and Davison Sanchez are going to start. And this is off the back of Foyf having an absolute horror show for yeah. Argentina versus Germany. <laughs> How would you feel? Did, did he? Did Foyf have a horror show? Didn't he? Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, right. like a really bad one. Excellent. Oh, yeah. So for me, um, I, I get um, where the stern words are going to be coming from, and I get 
that he needs to uh, refresh the squad and he can't do it by buying players coming in January. Uh, and I get he, he needs to uh, uh, reaffirm that he, he's the governor and what he says goes and that he's not happy and mm. the, the balance of the team isn't right and the mentality of the team isn't right. But um, to go full, right, five players out, five players in, mm. um, I think is a bit... Uh, I don't think it's a bit risky. It is bloody risky. Do you reckon he'll go up to the Amazon and goes, right, you, yeah. you need to stop letting in goals and falling over and, and being slow. And getting black eyes. And getting black eyes, right? And Toby, you just don't do what he's doing, all right? Yeah, yeah. And he's going, well, I am, I've been all right. I've been playing <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. I've done Lord of the Pings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so like, it kind of feels like Toby's getting thrown under the bus with a song in there, right? Yeah. yeah right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very similar to my daughter's. Well, exactly, <laughs> yeah, that was the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're doing yeah, yeah, Watford's yeah, role. Yeah, so yeah. if we lose against Watford, then you've done a terrible job dadding your, par- uh, your, your kids. <laughs> um, John, what do you think? Well, mate? to be fair, mate, so the last time I was on the pod, I was uh, making a case for Jan, Toby and Ericsson, just pay them what they want, fuck it, like, it's not our money, just give them what they want. Since then, uh, <laughs> things have not gone well. No. <laughs> that is a terrible um, idea. Yeah, it was an awful idea. And then I listened to the Bin Juice episode, which really did get me out of my uh, ket hole of down mm. on Spurs. And it actually got me thinking about, in the last few years, aside from like Champions League runs and those like amazing nights, what was like my favourite time in the last few years? And it was actually when... Pochettino did his initial cull of like those more senior players, and he started just dropping like Mason and Bentaleb into the starting lineup, yeah, midfield. and Kane, yeah. and, he, and he just went fuck it. I'm just going to get players who want to be here and caring about the club and passion, and just like went for youth. And so when there was a suggestion of like fuck it, let's just get all of the older players out, keep the likes of obviously Kane and Son and those boys in the mix. I was a bit like it got me a bit excited again, and I thought to myself, actually, it's mental, and it probably won't happen. I think, but it, it, I'm up for it. I think it could happen. I just mm. think that as fans of the club, we're not there anymore. Mm. Yeah. We're not, we're not willing to see that because if he does do that, there's a very real risk that we don't qualify for the Champions yeah. League. If he does nothing, there's a real risk that, that we don't qualify for the Champions League. But it would show that there is an, a, a plan, mm. and that the, the the most important thing is that the players want to play for the club because right now. I'm not saying Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alvaro don't want to play for the club, and I think Alvaro is getting an unfair crack of the whip yeah, here, but he's getting lumped in. But I just think that it would be a statement, although, like you said, Rick, that statement would mean playing a season with Foyf and Sanchez as our two centre-backs. Can't and happen. And Sesson Young as a kid coming in, and who knows, at right-back, I mean, God knows. So, like, in my... my uh... My thought process is like, so when you're just saying about Bentaleb... But can it get any worse, though? <laughs> Are we going to concede 10 goals in two games? Probably not. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. uh, with Mason and Bentaleb, Winks, Kane, when they, when, they, when they all came into the team, uh, that they were like youth players. They hadn't had any like experience coming into the first team. And when it's like, right, boys, this is your chance. Fucking go seize it. It's not that mentality of like, you know, dying, chasing after that ball uh, and doing everything you can. With uh, Sanchez and Foyf, they they have they're already integrated with the first team. So and they've they've been at the club long enough to know uh, what their training's like and stuff like that and how they need to behave and stuff. So with their mentality, uh, they, they they know that basically they're, they're going to get a fair crack of the whip now because the other players and mm. what's being reported are they going to be able to uh, to make that shift? And we are going to get to a point where if they, if they do come in. 
um, and we do concede, we do lose and stuff, but are we then going to completely disband on that and go back to Jan no. and Toby? It seems a bit like a bit uh, just throwing shit at the wall, see, see what's, what's going to stick. No. But for me, I personally, if you are going to use uh, Sanchez and Foyf, I'd probably go three at the back and have Toby yeah. uh, being the kind of the, the stalwart, the, the experienced one. So who, and, who plays in the middle, Sanchez and Foyf on the left? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I can't believe that like the Tongan has dropped in form so significantly, given how great he was last year. You, it, surely the descent of a player can't happen in that short amount of time. But look at the game against Dortmund when he played left wing back, and he destroyed them. Yeah, uh, you can't like. Is it? Could it be that just Jan Vertonghen is in a poor form? He's like he's, he's in a, like a rough period. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, could be that, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, like... Could be nothing to do with his attitude. Yeah, it, I mean, it, well, it could be. It could be down to his uh, to his attitude. But then when you go away for international, you get t- time away and stuff like that, and you come back and you just think, do you know what, man? Like, the, the thing is, as well, th- these players have got to think, yeah, even if they are, um, they've, you know, essentially handed in their resignation and they, they're, they're, they're going to go off. And a lot of, uh, you know, people can hand in their resignation and be like, right, I've got three months left to work. I ain't doing fuck all, man, because mm. I'm going to a new new, new gaff anyway. Yeah. But, like, have, have, I don't, as far as I know, they, they haven't signed pre-contracts anywhere. Or got Not yet, they any, can't until January. No, exactly, and they, they've got no... I, I don't know what's going on in their life, that they, they there's a certainty at the end. But who's going to want to sign these players if there is this, uh, you know... Um, kind of unbalancing of the squad and yeah, they're yeah. being disobedient the attitude and, their, and their attitude and uh, not playing as a team because they're neither for, you well, know, and people, know people are going to pick up who though like if, if they well, if, the, they, the if, club, if, if they if they want uh, which I think we we all think they are looking for their last pay packet their last then they need to be their playing last that. chance of getting silverware their last chance to for a big club, I don't know, Barcelona to sign them on a free because it's not going to cost them anything except from the wages, um, or, or, or anyone. You've got to be putting the work in now, man. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I've, had, I've had great I don't, Yeah, I don't seasons. think it is that. I don't think they're phoning it in. I just think that... It, I, I, I've said it so many times, I don't want to go over it again, but the mo- it's, they find it hard to be motivated by what's going on at the moment. Or, genuinely, he did slap Ericsson's mum's bum. Yeah. And that's what the impact has been. Yeah, basically, it's going to be one one kind of thing or the other in the sense of it's either just he's just out of form or just past it. Like you see it sometimes with players. I remember that season uh, after Liverpool nearly won the title, and Gerard just his legs just gone, and yeah. it was like the start of the season. It was like he's done, he's mm. over, and like maybe that has happened to Jan, or maybe it is a case of these contract scenarios, which you've seen a hundred times before. Players just don't perform. They will sign a new contract and continue to be shit, like Sanchez and Ozil. Or they sign a new contract and they just get straight back into it. And it was just an attitude thing. But we're not going to know until it gets resolved one way or the other. Uh, just just quickly on this, we're going to talk about one point in the trust meeting with the, uh, with the club. And then go back to the Celso and Session because they're back in training. But it relates to what we're saying because um, Daniel Levy was talked, spoke about how they tried to get players out of the club, key players out of the club and... And, and more or less said that they're fouled, but he reiterated how difficult it is to get a transfer over the line. And he says in 90% of the instances, either a buyer could not be found for a player 
or the player did not want, wish to join the club but expressed an interest in buying them. So then that, that goes back to my earlier point of like if if you are if if you're not playing to to the best you can or you are showing dissent or, or, or whatever, then the 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 clubs that are coming in for you are going to be below your standard or, or whoever you mm. want to go to. And if you are angling for that move, if you're not playing, then no one's going to come in for you. Like I mean, Ericsson, you know, uh, for, as much as you want to read into it, he you know he thought he was going to Real Madrid and it was going to be signed, sealed, and delivered, and they never came in for him, mm. as far as we know, or. Um, they couldn't work the money out, or, or, or whatever, whatever it may be. But it's like if he's going to be continuing to turn in those performances along with the other it's players, insane how, how how poor? How are they know. going to get those moves that, that they they dream of? And how's Pochettino going to legislate for players' form being so bad? Yeah. Like er- Ericsson literally can't string a pass together. He can't no. make a ten-yard pass, and I'm, I'm exaggerating here. But the point is, his his game is finding that vision, and he's been so good with that. But you can't, you can't string your pass together at the moment. Yeah, and this is the wider issue for me, because when, when I was watching the, the Brighton game the other week, I was sitting there and I, I bumped into this other Spurs fan who was watching the game with me. And um, I just said to him when it went to 3-0, I went, I don't want this to happen, but I can see a world where if these results continue, he's going to get sacked. Mm. And this guy was like, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe you're saying that. And I was like, well, look, I'm not saying I want him to be sacked. I'm just saying I can see that in modern football that happens, because it does happen. But actually, the context with our club is really specific in the fact that we can't get these basically rotten apples out. He's been like hamstrung by so many different issues that have enabled him to kind of basically got players who we rely upon mm. being utter shite like Ericsson and Yatton. And actually he's not been able to refresh the squad for two transfer windows and then going into this one we tried to sell players to bring more players in and we couldn't do it. And that that's what makes it really difficult for like for all of us to sit here and actually advocate, not that we are, for Poch to go. Because he's not getting a fair crack of the whip, well, and he hasn't done for two seasons. It's a bit of a, We kind of then find ourselves in a good situation, because if it was those three players that we're trying to move on but couldn't, they're gone mm. 100% at the end mm-hmm. of the season, buyer or not. They are, they are out of the club. So, you know, we might have lost some money in terms of transfer window, but these are problems that are being solved. Um, but was, yeah, so, uh, like, reading, again, uh, reading between the lines with... Uh, the uh, Levy interview and what he was saying, um, and he was saying for the for the fans to get back uh, behind uh, Poch, and I think it was like this admission that he knew that that maybe Poch had uh, had asked for these players to go uh, or and, and players to come in, and acknowledging how hard it is to get players in that they wanted a, they wanted a more of a refresh, not not just the players we got and they wanted mm. more, but they couldn't get them over the line, mm. maybe because they couldn't get the other three out of the club. Um, so, so it, it it wasn't it, it wasn't like an admission as as, as to say um, that oh you know the stick by the manager he'll turn it round. It was a, like a collective, it yeah. Felt more of a collective as to say, look, we know it's fucking hard getting people in and getting out, getting them out, but d- don't pin it on Poch and don't pin it on uh, me and don't pin it on that person. It's it's a whole roundabout mm. of circumstances. We did a we did a podcast with uh, Daniel Gee and he was he's a football lawyer and, and he's involved in the kind of legal aspect of transfers happening. Uh, go back and listen to it because it's relevant all the time. It's about half an hour discussion about transfers and, and and this sort of thing. And he said it is so difficult. There's so many variables in getting a player to join your club. Everything needs to align perfectly, and like ninety percent of the moves that clubs make for players cannot come off because the other uh, aspects of this deal that, which they don't control just are not are not playing ball yeah um 
And we were we were after everybody. And mm. those last week, there was obviously the Bala stuff, we know. Bruno Fernandes, that was an actual genuine link. Yeah. Uh, and these were in spite of La Celso and Sassanian and Dombele playing. So they're, I think the club are acutely aware that we need to refresh the squad. Mm. And I think they probably even predicted how difficult this season would be, especially Potter when he said, look, it's going to be painful, this, this process. But if there is a vision there, you can understand it. It's just whether or not fans are going to be able to give the club and Potter the patience to do it. And maybe they don't deserve it because we are in a situation because of decisions that the, the major stakeholders in in Tottenham either have or haven't acted on. Um, it, there is an interesting note from the Trust. Uh, they said that not a single member has contacted the trust to recommend that Pochettino be removed. Um, but where, where are you with that? Do you, I mean, is there? Does that surprise you, or are you um, kind of? I think um, for you to actually go uh, and make a recommendation to the trust to say uh, Poch needs to go. Mm. I don't know. It's, that's that's quite an action. Quite soon, yeah. Um, I, I, and I. But it's not reflective of all Spurs. Fact, no. You've seen what some of them are like on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enoch yeah. out and Poch out, some of them. <laughs> Everyone out. Everyone out. Everyone. Yeah. Them out. Get out of the stadium. Tot- tot- them out. Yeah. <laughs> Every- everyone get out of the stadium, <laughs> tot- them out. <laughs> out, out. Yeah, mm. all of them. Out, out. Anyone yeah. who's openly gay, get back in. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, for, for me personally, like, for everything that... Um, has happened the journey that we've been on with Poch and who who we think we have as a coach and who he thinks he is as a coach and and everything that goes with it. I think it would be unfair to um, sack him after just a, a downwards um, kind of uh, run week, basically. And well, I mean, well, Leicester as well, but we could have won. Yeah, that year, and yeah. you know, there's the there's the last season where Champions League paper paper over the cracks and we just about uh, got back into the top four. Um, you know, and all all the stuff that's been happening is relative, like last season, this season, and and it's and, and it's tough to make those changes. But I think we should at least give him a, a fair crack. I think he will. It. He'll get it. He's earned it. He's got yeah. the credit in the bank, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, there is some good news, though, boys. Yes. Go on. The Celso and Cessnion are back in full training, or will be in full mm. training next week Lovely. after the Watford game, just in time to get their ass handed to them at Liverpool. Lovely. Yeah, it'd be great if Cessna starts that game and gets absolutely rinsed by Salah <laughs> and his confidence is shot and never quite makes it yeah. as, uh, as a, as a, a Tottenham footballer or, or a footballer altogether. I think maybe he'll go into counselling after that game. Yeah. Uh, and La Celso just walk around going, what the fuck have I done? Yeah. Actually, he won't play. He'll be on the bench and Pops won't use him. Yeah. yeah. Too, too early. <laughs> too early. Too early. It'll yeah. be March and Pops will be going, not ready. Yeah. Not ready. Yeah. Uh, it is good news though, isn't it? Even like, the Liverpool result, although, did you agree with what we said last week? Like, you've got a funny feeling. Uh-uh. Maybe we, maybe we can go down field and yeah. do something. Do you, do you see where that comes from, though? Yeah, I'm, I feel I that about Sorry. every single game that we're in. Yeah. Oh. I don't. Well, me and, me and Rick, don't you remember when we were in the, in the bell at the yeah. back? Me and Rick before the game were going, Bayern. Bayern, yeah. We were like, I think we might do something. Rick's going, just smash him up, boy. Yeah. And then it got to, when it went to 5-2, I just thought to myself, I think me and Ricky might have been wrong. Might have been wrong, time. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I feel like this, this is what I'm saying. This, this time reminds me of that era of when Poch got rid of the old guard and was kind of regenerating things. Mm. And we were still getting shit results then, but I did feel like in the big games, oh shit, we're going to do something. And that's what, it's, it just feels a little I, bit like that. Our first season, I feel, on the punch, I feel like we finished like eighth or something. Yeah. I, I, like we didn't 
I don't know. You might mm. be wrong. But we did, did we? I think we were like, yeah, just like at pretty higher, average. But it kind of felt like things were gonna, things were going all right. <laughs> yeah, but it was all gonna be all right. I was, uh, uh, as I often do, I've got loads of bookmarks on on my uh, Twitter profile that every time like you feel sad or low, you go back and watch. And uh, like literally every other day, I watch uh, the Tottenham Ajax game, and uh, there's uh, the, there's uh, the highlights reel where there are no commentating, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just the roar from the crowd and stuff like that. Then there is with commentators. Then there is with uh, yeah. like going back to uh, I think it's BT Sport or, or whoever. No filter, yeah. And uh, and then uh, there, there was another bit where uh, it was at the end of the game, and Rio Ferdinand's there, and he's saying. These players, this commitment, this mentality, this feeling, this togetherness within the club, you know, it's unbreakable. The, 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 it's unbreakable. Never be, yeah, the, they'll never be able to... Two months later, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like, can, can it change? That quickly, what, how, like, what's happened in that communication and what has happened Ericsson, in that breakdown? Ericsson from... and Vertonghen, that's what happened, he split the squad. As he split open Ericsson's wife, he destroyed Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I am right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I watched that yesterday as well. Uh, the, the no filter thing. Yeah, oh yeah, Mate, it's so good. Seriously, all they need to do for Watford is just play that game. Yeah. Just play that, that ten, or, or not again, ten minutes of the no filter. Because, like, they, that was unbelievable bollocks. Huge yeah. bollocks. Yeah. And if they if that doesn't get them up, the fact that they just literally achieved that six months ago, if they can't, if that doesn't get them buzzing, mm. then they really do need to go and we'll play any young player. And even the what, even the the no field with uh, Man City, I watched that one as well. Yeah. And it's like after the first half, and Gary Lineker was like, "Well, um, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a slow start to the game, wasn't it?" <laughs> and and uh, they're all laughing. They're like, "I've never seen a game of football like this." And then afterwards, you know, the Ajax game as well. And it's like, man, like how has bollocks, huge balls? Yeah, how how have we gone from? And like, you know, <laughs> Potts is just saying, like, you know, that you you know we're together as a team, and he's like crying, and he's just like, this is just amazing for all of us. And like, I just don't get how it's happened. Do you how, know how like over uh, over the summer that like, it's just gone yeah. to shit? You know what it is though, don't you? Basically, gear. That's ch- <laughs> <we're> a fucking <laughs> massive come down. down too much gear, There's a they? massive gear issue at <laughs> Tottenham. Like literally, like wraps are going around like fucking confetti. <laughs> just after they training, they bought loads because they thought they're going to win the European Cup, but now yeah, dying yeah, out yeah, of it. Yes, like like yeah. they're basically getting like before training, uh, they'll be sitting there. And uh, Danny Rose will go, go bit of gear, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 Lucas Moore and, and Harry Kane. Fucking, at least you mentioned it. Let's get in the box right now. Yeah, Elvis yeah. Perez is there. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and you know, and the, and, and the problem with Tongan is he don't touch it. Yeah. Does not touch it. Uh, yeah. do, do you know what that problem is? You know, Tongan yeah, is yeah. holding up a mirror to all of the fucking massively ravished cocaine heads we've yeah. got in our football club. Harry Winks is the worst. Yeah. 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 Like, Jesus Perez is there going, like, you know, normally it's like, oh, can you get the cones out, get the balls out? He's like, yeah. Winksy, get the fucking baggies out, boy. Yeah, get the baggies out, he boy. Just, like, puts them in the corner, like, all down the line. And they're like, halfway through the game, it's like, oh, I should just smash a line away, bosh. But what I think. Uh, Oliver we... Skip comes up and goes, oh, that's a lovely connection right here. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful, boys. But I feel like. Tom Dombalay literally walks in and goes, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, just like picks his head up, just literally, just like covered <laughs> in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like Dave Chappelle sketch when he's like white face. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> dust all over him. Chisel dust all in his beard. Yeah, like Pochettino <laughs> walks out of the, the uh, training room, the tactics room, and his just hands are covered in cocaine. <laughs> like he's holding two bit like 
pound bags of flour. And the tactics board's just like the supply shipment. Just like <laughs> a route laid out like just Columbia on num- one side. Numbers, yeah. local numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and in training, it's like cartels. Like They have different cartels on each side. But yeah, basically, I feel like our football club at the moment is Lads Holiday, uh, which was the Champions League run. So yeah. we went to Malia. Like, a couple of lads got their end away, had a lovely time, lo- yeah. load of gear, saw DJ EZ, fucking yeah. loved it, lovely. it was mental. But, when they come home, holiday blues have kicked in massively. fucking massively, mm. and they're still not quite over it. And it is like when you're on a holiday, you come back, you're sick, and you feel like shit, and it takes you a few, like, weeks to get back, and then you've got this, like, holiday blues. I think we're just in a bit of that mindset, we just need to get out of it. But one of them's got AIDS. One of them, definitely. <laughs> For definite. One of them's got A's and they're all a bit worried because they're, they're waiting for their test to come through. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Poch can't come in for training. Why? Oh, I went to Falaraki yeah. and like, got chlamydia. I've got AIDS. No AIDS. I said AIDS. We said AIDS. If he goes back on that, he's weak. Basically, we've got to wait, we've got, they've got to wait for their SDI test to come back and then we'll yeah. be back in the game. Yeah. Nice. I think we haven't like solved this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ryan Sessignon didn't go. He didn't go. He couldn't go on a lad's yeah. no. Didn't have the ID. Yeah, he couldn't, couldn't get his mum to sign his like, form. <laughs> Yeah, to go. So uh, yeah, Ryan says he's got to come back in for Rose, and he. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Lacelso obviously been up and up before he's ready. But. And again, like with Rose, I mean, um, he has been uh, he's been one of these cult heroes, and we love what he st- stood for. And he's like you know been at Tottenham for years, and he's been he, like last season putting in putting in some great performances, and this season I just I know. like. It's like watching someone old that you love that just like they're just not my dad. Yeah, <laughs> slowly falling yeah, apart. Yeah, exactly, and you just can't do anything. Have you written a will? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, have you written a will? Because I don't know where it is. If you haven't, we're fucked. All right. <laughs> Where's the will, Dad? Uh, yeah, go on. So that, that, there's no basis in truth from what I just said. Um, I hope. One thing that I, I, I do want to... Uh, I, I can't remember if it was uh, spoke about last week, but um, this... Uh, I don't know if it's a rumour if it is true, like Delhi dropping all his uh, sponsorship deals mm. and, and all that. Like, no more so he wants to he wants to knuckle down, and I was watching again. God, man, I'm such a fucking loser. Watching these highlights reel of Delhi, yeah. and all these cheeky little naughty flicks, and his little step overs, mugging people off, and mm. just like looking for passes. Got to get back in you. If he gets that back, and that you know the front three of like well, we have Son, Kane, Delhi, that the, the cheeky kind of going around the sides and looking for passes where no one's really going, and, and if it's. Every time when we had that, um, when we had the front four of with Ericsson in there, and every time some one of them wasn't firing all <coughs> cylinders, we didn't as a as a, as a front unit um, attack with any kind of aggressiveness or, or have that um, ingenuity to get to go forward and look for those passes. And now because like Ericsson, we just got to remove him. If Denny finds that that spark back and it can ignite with Son and Kane, and we we continue. I, I think you know. I, I think we, we've, we've got to be all right. We've got yeah. to I just think it just needs that. You know, when the, the, at the end of the barbecue, like the, the, you can see the embers, and you just got to give it a blow. You just got to be a bit tender. Get the card, waft it, and then and then the flames will come back again. A little bit cold. Yes, yeah, it. Uh, just before we break, uh, we're gonna do some questions in the second half. But uh, who do you reckon the main plug is in the squad? Like, who sets up all the deals? Um. Mm. 
Maybe oh, it is, yeah, maybe yeah. it is Skip with the rice slip connection. Yeah, rice slip yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't fuck with him. Yeah, yeah, because he's quiet and unassuming. Like he just probably rocks up in his like Fiesta XR two I to training, <laughs> and the, the boots fully loaded with his duffel bag full of gear. He's know, like, all right, boys. Do you know he's like he he does look about like he's. 37 yeah. yeah despite him being like 19 yeah. maybe he is 37 they just keep him around because he's got all the connect talk I put down in words uh, Rich we're, we're playing Watford going go go the weekend yeah 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 definitely going to smash those horned cunts up fucking <laughs> <laughs> Elton John loving little cats <laughs> quite like Elton John yeah. you know there's this song called uh, Your Song yeah 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 <laughs> do you like it I love it it's a great song it is, it is a good song uh, we've got some questions um coming in uh, I, I, I did something I don't usually do uh, and, and added your ats mm. to mm. the tweet because I just thought people will be more responsive to that and you woke up thought you'd done a racism or something yeah 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 I thought, I thought I'd like phone pocketed a, like, a, a photo or something like that yeah I thought I'd accidentally supported the Bulgarian uh, racist support team yeah, yeah terrible nightmare Turns out it was just some like lovely questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are nice. some lovely questions. Barley yeah. says, "Is what for the shithole?" Um, well, growing up in in Luton, having a lot of Luton town supporting friends, yeah. uh, it sort of drilled into you that they're the enemy and that Watford's an absolute cunt hole. Yeah. So I'm going to say yes. As a man who comes from Luton mm. and a man who comes from Milton Keynes, yeah. I'm going to say you're neither of you are allowed to talk about anywhere else. What? <laughs> well, they're two of the, like if. If Great Britain had two arseholes, it would be those two. It wouldn't be Milton Keynes, mate. Why? Absolutely not. I went to Milton Keynes once. <laughs> do, you, yeah, do you remember you came to pick me up? Neverfield. Yeah. <laughs> Explain Neverfield. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just an estate that's made out of corrugated houses. Yeah, it's supposed to be a temporary estate, but they just kept everyone in. Yeah, yeah. it's still there. You just stay. Out of all of our uh, players in our squad, who most likely live in Neverfield? Oh, that's a good question, actually. We know the answer. Oliver Skier. Yeah, Oliver Skier. We, could <laughs> just, we could just move Neverfield to Ryslip and it's done. Yeah. It, Neverfield is like, um, if you've watched The Wire, it's like Hamsterdam. Yes. That's what it's like. Yeah. Just absolutely. all vacants with, like, crackheads. And yeah. Just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrible. It's got Very its own much. laws. It, it, would, it would be tricky getting up in the, uh, getting up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Neverfield. Any, yeah. any listeners uh, who come from Neverfield... Uh, I doubt they will because does it have electricity? <laughs> I don't think so. You can't. You certainly can't get Wi-Fi there. No. We're poverty shaming. This is not very nice, is it? Uh, Mr. WP, he says, would you rather have for, who would you rather have for the next five years, Kane or Potch? <sighs> That's quite hard, isn't it? Uh, I, um, I am going to go for Kane. Really? I. Why? But when he was being interviewed yesterday, I just couldn't stop staring at the screen mm. thinking. Don't ever leave. <laughs> like, I love you so much. Yeah. Like he, we can get another manager. Can't yeah. We? yeah. We can't get another Kane. No, if he goes. Yeah. Like you can't replace someone scoring that many goals, creating that many goals. Yeah. Has that drive on the pitch, and like, I just I love him so much. Did you ever see? Did you ever see <laughs> the? Uh, you ever hear the uh, Talksport interview where they got that Geordie on talking about Mickey Quinn? No. And he, uh, he, he's he, got so many. He, goals. He's talking, and he was going, he goes, yeah, I just. Mickey, if you remember him, Magard, you, you miss him, do you? He went, he scored so many goals! <laughs> and starts cracking. I might find the audio and cut it into this. It's so fucking funny. And they're just cracking up. Uh, what about you, John Boy? Um, I think I'd also go for Kane, because I used to look at Liverpool when they had Gerrard, like, homegrown player, 
comes through the academy, like lives and dies for the shirt, and is like feels like he's part of the fans and part of the club. Mm. That's something that you like. Not many clubs have ever had. So we've got it, and we've got a number nine. He's fucking bangs yeah, goals, yeah. creates goals. He's England captain. He's probably going to break the England record. Like it is what as a young kid when you grow up watching football, that's all you want. You just want like the striker to be the best player. Yeah, and he's ours. So yeah, Poch is amazing. But ultimately, if you if you have a cane, you, you can't ever let him go. When your when your chips are down at that time, yeah. you just know that he's just going to be like get that ball, well, kick chips, off again. Our, and, our chips our chips are down, and, and, he, touched, and you 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 watch. He touched the ball four times against Brighton. You watch, he's coming. You got to get it to him. Kane is coming. Um, I used to be of the uh, the persuasion that Pochettino was the be or an end all at mm. Tottenham, but evidently he isn't. Like, he's fallible like anybody else, and Kane cannot be replaced. Really, I mean, he, he can't. So yeah, I think we're unanimously saying Kane. Yeah, player, yeah. player coach. Could he do that at twenty six? He can do anything he wants. Yeah. Oh, my man! Oh, my man! Um, uh, Mr. WP also says, can we sign a forward so Kane can be the playmaker he loves being? Um, so, would would you be partial to seeing Harry Kane playing number 10 and us buying a forward? Uh, I still want Kane. To, up top? Yeah. Mm. I still want him up top. Yeah, I don't mind the idea like we were talking about in the first half of like, in some sort of front three conundrum, like well, you see, we England, didn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Sterling I mean, and Rashford. I, I often find when uh, when uh, if we are playing two up top, uh, and Son's quite close to him, or even Lucas as well, that uh, they kind of take his space, mm. and then he drops deeper and deeper and deeper to get the ball, and because they're in front of him, it's just a bit like he's uh, not lost, but he, he he's trying to work, but. Well, when how, he drops how, how, like how, how, how can you work when there's when people are in your way in front? What about like Harry Kane as a cheeky false nine? Second question: What <laughs> is a false nine? It's just like a nine, but they just go a bit deeper. That's, yeah. that's all I worked out. Basically. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, I, I like saying false nines; it makes it sound like you understand football. Yeah. But I, I don't really know what it, what what, that, what it means. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're different. I, yeah. Like my understanding is that false nine a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, it is. Uh, Do you know what though? Like, was a track of yester? Um, uh, it's that thing where they cut your throat so you can breathe out your airways. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been stung by a wasp or something, they slice it, stick a pen in there. Out of all the things that could happen, all the things that can happen to me, I really hope I don't have a trophy on to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is the worst. I was yeah. watching. Um, Not the biro. Please don't stick a biro in me. <laughs> yeah, give me the pick. Um, <laughs> I was watching Anaconda the other day and it happens in there, and that's why it was on my mind. Oh, uh, yeah. really? Bloody good film. I mean, it's a terrible film, but. Yeah. You, you have seen that a lot in films, but mm. I reckon the percentage of people that actually perform a tracheo- tracheotomy yeah. is minimal. Yeah, I'll gotcha. yeah. <laughs> uh, What does Kane have to do to make other fans love him? He is widely hated, but it's because he's so good. Yeah, He's so good, and plus uh, everyone hates Tottenham. And he's so, like, so what are you going to do? He does love a little dive dog, though. Well, you know... Would you, I, I, would you I, call I think... Harry Kane a diver? No. Uh, I, I would say uh, I wouldn't call him um, a diver, but I would say that as a, as any striker, they uh, they they look for contact because they know someone's going to be coming coming in behind them. Yeah. Uh, or, or they they know that that they're winning, they, they, pen- they, they're winning they, penalties. Yeah, he's not that, diving, but he's winning penalties. Exactly. Yeah. I don't exactly. want other fans to like him. Same. I yeah. love the fact that they hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Although he is like really nice. I don't. It is just purely about his, his his ability. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a player 
that does create such sort of hatred and frustration in other play- in other other teams. Maybe yeah, we've never had a player who's this good. He's like England captain, anyway, right? Yeah. yeah, and yet, but yet he's like loathed because of what? Yeah, because he's, he's like he was like he won the golden boot at the World Cup. Yeah, but he's loathed because one of them came off the off the back of his heel that yeah. he didn't know about. Yeah. And he scores a few penalties. As you see that stat the other day, um, it, that since 2014, when he broke into the squad, it's who's got the most Premier League goals. And Kane's like 15 ahead of Aguero. Yeah. And if you rem- that's with all penalties removed. Wow. wow. Yeah. Bang. How much more is that? Uh, Halloween draws closer. Uh, what's the worst ever single performance from a Spurs player? Wow. I think... Uh, Kirikesh. Oh, yeah. Kirikesh against Liverpool, is it? Uh, I can't remember. He, he had a couple of horror shows. Gilberto. Uh, yeah, Gilberto. Yeah. Against PSP oh, in the Europa yeah. League. That was up there. Carl um, Norton, I think, was it his debut? He came in and had an absolute howler. He had two really bad yeah. bad performances. Uh, I think uh, Hilario Gomez against Stoke. Oh, okay. oh my Gomez God. Had he's got naughty, yeah. yeah, he's got to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, we, we, I mean... Doherty, every time he put a shirt on. Yeah, just Gary Doherty. Yeah. Uh, Raziak, who had absolute horror shows. Um, Sissoko's early performances were fucking terrible. Yeah. Hard to defend. Yeah, yeah. Hard to defend. I love him now, but early doors, I just used to laugh. I was like, "This is so terrible." I think Danny Rose's first half performance against Arsenal in his Premier League debut, if you removed that screamer, yeah, he was really? terrible. He got, he got substituted half time after scoring that goal. I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah. Remember the goal? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh, what a goal! Danny Rose, you British debut. We should do the commentary of football from now on. <laughs> um, when the club folds after this weekend, Lovely. this, this oh, is yeah. from uh, Sam Cornish. He says, "Will the pod continue?" Um, yeah. 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 Could just find like a Sunday league team and just like talk about them. No, nah, still talk about Spurs. Just yeah. but just make up the results. Yeah, That'd be quite good. Absolutely. So we just have a script. It's a bit like wrestling. Yeah. Just like talk about it like that. Be quite fun. A championship manager just oh, running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Congratulations, we won the league for the 19th year in a row. What? <laughs> Thanks for joining into Fighting Cock this week. See you next week for the Champions League final again. <laughs> uh, how proud should we be as a club after the success of the first NFL games at the new stadium? That's from Mark Clough. Um, the, the weird thing is, and I saw an interesting article about this, is that our social media rightfully was very quiet about the NFL stuff. Yeah, there was some stuff out there, but they were, they didn't celebrate it in the way that perhaps they wanted to because of what what happened previously there was one instagram post welcoming was it that that was it yeah i mean that's good that's that's i mean they they understand i always think there should be a complete twitter blackout social media blackout after a loss yeah two days before you post anything (laughs) absolutely anything (laughs) and and if we're we're coming off a a loss none of that counts down to game day yeah yeah and don't announce the squad yeah and uh, like, I, I don't like the previous, like the stats. Oh, we're playing Villa this weekend. We haven't lost at home to Villa since fucking 1972. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And then like uh, like the looky eyes or whatever. Yeah. Nah, mate. Just don't. Just Shut don't. Up. Just don't jinx it. Um, if Emirates offered THFC a naming rights deal worth 100 billion, 100 billion, yeah. 100 billion quid, but the stadium had to be called the Emirates Mark II, <laughs> would you take it? 
Oh, God. Fucking hell. It's, it's, like, it's £100 the, billion, pounds, of course you'd fucking take it. Well, yeah. that, and, like, the, the Emirates isn't, it isn't Arsenal. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, their, it's a sponsor. Yeah, but, I mean... No, don't. You'd say that. <laughs> Just as a principle. Yeah, that's it. So in principle, but not for 100 billion. I'd be like, yeah, What, take what if it. it was like JVC? What if it was like Arsenal, no, Sol Camp, the Sol Campbell Stadium? Oh, no, million. no, no. 100 billion. No, it would solve every issue no. we'd ever need. We would have everything we want. It's too much. It's 100 billion pounds, Rick. Yeah, I know, but you know... You the Sol Campbell you, Stadium. You've got to have uh, integrity. And Tottenham lift the Premier League at the Sol Campbell Stadium. Oh, my God, I feel sick. Oh, that is so rank. Um, Simon Rebello, he says, what do you think of Jack Rolls, perhaps in rotation next season, considering Ericsson might leave? Simon, this isn't the extra inch. What do you want from us? Yeah. We don't know. Who's Jack Rolls? Who the f- he's some guy who's called the Wizard. The yeah. Wizard of uh, Cambridge United. Really? Yeah, listen to uh, uh, Wendy's youth update last week. Um, he they, they love him apparently. Yeah, he's doing yeah. really well now. Uh, well, put him in. Bring him back. Get him yeah, back. Starting. Ben Ericsson out. Yeah. Fucking get on it. Thinking about that, um, the uh, the lad at Leeds is not getting mm. a game because of uh, loads of loans and stuff. Yeah, loads of loans. Not good enough. We're we going to bring him back in Jan. What? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll bring him back. Yeah, for he's last. getting playing. Like, is he good enough? But, I mean, who knows? He might yeah. like Coke though, so there's plenty to go around. Get him in. More like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him in. Bang into Coke. He's got, they set him back up to Leeds again. I mean, you know the etiquette around here, right? Yeah. Either you fit in or you fuck off. Go up to Leeds, find a dealer, come back yeah. when you've got your habit secured. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you've had an erection in the last three weeks, don't come back. <laughs> if, you've, if you've kind of clumsily fumbled around while watching porn trying to get an erection then you're going to fit straight back <laughs> in the uh, Dennis the Menace he says does uh, does anyone else miss going to the old stadium and taking up their old seat not sure for how many seasons I can handle the bell ends in the new stadium wow <sighs> Strong. do you miss the uh, old stadium I do a lot. yeah yeah of course I do um, the that doesn't mean I don't like the new stadium just... no 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 yeah. I mean um, I kind of liked that uh Drinking at the bell and like kickoffs in two minutes, sprinting around to Park Lane mm. and just just going straight through that turnstile and getting in there. Um, the kind of uh, the, the queuing up and security checks and blah 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 uh, is, is a bit of a faff, really. Yeah, the, the, I don't understand the security check at the bottom of the stairs and then you scan your tickets. Yeah, what what's points. that about? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Crowd get, control. Get by Munich. I uh, I had your ticket then. I read yeah, yeah. ticket and I'm like. It's not working. It's not buzzing. And I'm like, Rick, what's going on? Like, I'm not going to get in and see this this incredible game. Uh, and I was buzzing the season ticket from firstly from White Hart Lane, yeah. And then I was trying to buzz the season ticket from Wembley, yeah. And then I realised uh, that it was a uh, I've just it, the wrong season yeah, ticket. It's I, have the, I have the same card in my wallet. It's not your fault. Why on earth my dad has season tickets from previous, like, just in case he needs them? Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't get in. Oh, you got this season's season ticket. No, 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 we need the Wembley one. Why would that ever happen, Dad? <laughs> Rick, get it out of your wallet. Well, I love the fact that your dad has more or less given up on Tottenham. Oh, mate. What's the reason? Uh, he's just, he's really annoyed because uh, he can't believe that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can't believe that Tottenham didn't didn't make his son, but uh, it is that is uh, you know uh, his dear son uh, travelled to to first of all to Alicante, 
and then uh, drive four hours with uh, David Alfie Ward up to up to Madrid, stay mm. there, and and then two flights home and all that. And we didn't we didn't put performance in. And if you if you aren't gonna turn up for a European Cup final, mm. when do you turn up? Right, and it's over now. And I was like, Dad, right. <laughs> And I was explaining to him, right, and we, we were walking down Park Lane from uh, Northumberland Park and we are having this discussion, and uh, he was, like, really pissed off and stuff like that. I'm like, Dad, like, how old are you? And he was like, I don't know, he's, like, 65 or something like that. Like, mm. when was your first game? It was, like, nine years old or something. And uh, and I was like, how do you not know that this happens yeah. virtually every season? <laughs> like, you'll get that there is a glimmer of, like, a, a triumph somewhere along the line, but... More often than not, we come up short, and, and then we go again next season. It's just, it's just the, it's the way it is. It's and this is Tottenham, it, it, and it's like every season, it's like this is it. Line in the sand. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. This, this actually, this kind of chance of glory has, has, has affected a lot of people. Yeah. Like my dad, I've mentioned on the pod, he used to be the guy who said to me, "Don't worry, gal, we've got next week. Yeah. We still Spurs." He's a wreck. <laughs> He's a fucking... Re- I can't chat to my dad about football anymore. If we lose, I avoid him for about three days because he's going to make me feel worse. I remember his, What's uh, happened to him? At the, uh, uh, like, me and my dad, like, routine the old old alone. Like, we used to go for, like, uh, a fry-up yeah. from around the ground. And when I was younger, I mean, it was, like, like during the 90s, and I'd be chatting to him. But, like, oh, man, I'm not, like, are we going to beat Sheffield United today? Yeah. Like, like, is Nathan Blake going to run riot? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and, and he'd be like, Rick... Just think, you could have been born Northampton Town. You could have been born blah blah blah, but you were Tottenham, and yeah. it starts reading all, all these like all the honours off and what we've done and all that. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm puffing my chest out now. Tottenham have broken our. Dad. You can't even you can't even mention <laughs> the name Tottenham. Broken. Yeah, exactly. They are lesser parents because of Tottenham now. <laughs> that Tottenham has broken my dad. <laughs> and I think on that point we'll end. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, John Bass. Pleasure as always. Got a new podcast coming out, haven't you? Yeah, uh, Streets, Grand Don't Come For Free on Notorious POD. We've got quite a prestigious guest. Yeah, we had Genesis Elijah, so UK hip-hop heads will know him. Mm. Uh, Pretty good guy, and he he does a great job of going through the streets second album. And Rick, anything to promote? Uh, (laughs) No, nothing. Good. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. 
Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network.